KKNW iRadio 76 proudly presents the 515 Show with your host, John Sarver. Who's at the 515 door today? We like this guy. We like this guy a whole big bunch. He was on with us, uh, I believe, last year. And uh, we were talking about everything on his production end, which you always heard about it, and you've already seen pictures of it. And it's amazing. So we're going to see if we can't get Jay Peso of Peso Productions. We'll ring him up right now. I'm telling you, every time he has an event going on, it is knee-deep with people. And that's why we're having Jay on today. Hiya, Jay. Hey, man. How you doing? Dandy. I hope that you're somewhere near a swimming pool or somewhere near ice. No, I wish. I wish, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, just, I'm just looking at this beautiful uh, sky right now. That's all. God bless you, lad. I mean, I was thinking that somewhere in the Peso Mansion, there would be at least a cold tub laying around for you. <laughs> I wish. No mansion yet. Maybe maybe, maybe one day. No mansion it'd yet? It would be at a track if it was. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, do you, would you ever consider buying a track? Absolutely not. <laughs> no way no way why it's my, easy oh man you know i i know a lot of uh track owner friends and uh yeah they 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 make it very clear that that's not a smart business decision to do sometimes. <laughs> yeah but what could the you... headaches that... go ahead go ahead yeah the, the headaches that come along with it is just uh i mean we, we see it man right we see myelin we see we see uh, Lapeer and you know all, just a lot of the things that goes on. So it's it's a tough job. That's why I love my track owners. Yeah, man. I mean, it really, what could possibly go wrong? You know, you just open up a track, you open up the gates, people come in, they throw you all kinds of money, they leave. Beautiful place. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, I wish. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's this thing called the racer, which I love, by the way, for the record. But yeah, it's, it's that thing. <laughs> I mean, and, and the spectator. Jay, do you think you'd ever be a general manager of a track? You know, um, it's it's definitely been something that I would like to consider because of of what I've been learning over the last ten years in the business. So, you know, would I like to? I, I'm really not sure. Right? It, it depends on the the track's vision and purpose. But that totally is something that I've watched my friend Tyler Crossno do. You know, he's down. To, he's the vice president down at the uh, Virginia Motorplex and. You know, he went from prepping the track to learning the business to now in, in that track as a, as a leader um, on the board. So definitely something to consider, you know. I mean, Jay, is there anything that you could not do at a track? Or it's something that... that no, no. See, that's what no, I'm saying. I mean, I, mean, I, I got to learn how to ride a tractor. I only did that a couple <laughs> times when I was learning how to press. <laughs> you know, um, but... But besides that, managing the schedule, the business, the logistics, the website, the communications with our customers, all that stuff, yeah, I can do that. Well, not by myself, obviously, but yeah, I can totally manage that. Yeah, but I mean, that I, I couldn't imagine a Peso Productions track, Speedway, Dragway, you know, where you just come on in and it's nothing but all J all the time. Yeah, no. I mean, I think people will get sick of me, but I appreciate that. 
Jay, you're one of the most charismatic guys on the circuit right now. Everybody knows. Yeah, you say you've been on for 10 years. But boy, oh boy, I'm telling you, there's not a soul, especially around Michigan and then now breaking out, that does not know the name Peso or Peso Production. You know, and, yeah. and I mean, how many events are you got scheduled this year? Well, um, you know, I have to look at my calendar to, to answer that truthfully, but... I want to say about six, and, you know, I, I'll tell you guys, it's, it's been a rough start to the year, right? I've, I've already canceled uh, essentially three events, and I had to move one that one to Sunday. So that's that's the thing, you know, a lot of people say, hey, would you own a track or or be a full-time promoter? But, man, when it rains, it pours because nothing happens when it rains. So, you know, uh, it's been a tough year for all tracks already, so. We definitely need everybody to support the tracks this year. Yeah, I mean, really, who's ever doing the rain dance for the weekend? You are <laughs> not needed anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's hundreds of races canceled, right? I mean, it's not. I'm not even just talking about Michigan. I mean, you've seen it. It's. I mean, all the big no prep events, all the prep events. I mean, every weekend, the whole week is clear. But Saturday <laughs> meant eighty thousand percent chance of rain. <laughs> yeah, or or there's no percent chance of rain, and then you wake up Saturday and it's fifty-one percent chance rain, which means the hell what? Or thirty-eight yep. percent chance rain, you know? Yep. I mean, folks yep. don't know it, and and Jay hit it on the head just a few minutes ago. When it rains or it looks like rain, there's not a whole lot that the track owner can go. It's like. It's not like having a barbecue where you can have everybody inside the house and then when it dries, you go outside. There's a lot of moving parts to get a drag strip going and open up the gates and get in the prep and everything set. And if it rains, it blows your whole day and you put even a bigger hole in your pocket. And somehow, somewhere around here, that's going on. All right, so now that you canceled three, are you going to make up three? No, you can't. And, um, you know, for and that's the difference, right? So the track, everyone loses, you know, the fans, the track, everything. But, you know, track schedules are literally, literally full, right? Like, if you miss that day, um, unless you're an international event like an HRA event, and even those events, most, most track schedules don't allot for reschedules because there's just no room on the calendar. So, you know, when you when I lose a date, you know, or in any promoter, when we lose a day, we lose it. Um, you might get lucky, and some guys try to push it to a Sunday, like I've done many a time. Um, and, you, and you're really at that point just trying to just give someone, some the people a place to race if they want to type thing. So, you know, but, yeah, when you lose a date, that's it. No reschedule. Wow. So now you're looking to 2023? Well, I'm still having other events. That was just for the month of May. Yeah, but so, I- but I mean to have a full schedule. That's what I should have said. To have like a full oh. schedule. Are you starting to like book in and go? Okay, I'm not putting a damn thing down in May next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's a gamble, right? In May, yeah. May's always a gamble, and it's just something you know. You either you hit because we all have cabin fever. You know, we've all been in the <laughs> house the last seven or six months, and we want to get to that first race. So yeah, man. May can be really great for tracks, or it can be really bad. So oh, there's no in between. People want to get out. That I mean, sick cabin fever, the stuff that was going on for the last couple of years and stuff like that, they don't give a damn. I mean, they will go to the most sloppiest, nastiest restaurant just to get the hell out. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and drag mm-hmm. racing, 
I mean, you've seen it everywhere. You, you're seeing folks that are going back to the track just be going as spectators. It's an awesome thing, you know. So now, coming up, you got Ubly. That's where we're going to see you on, on the 11th coming. This should be a hell of a race. Oh, man, it's about to be super exciting. I mean, we're giving out over $20,000 essentially in payouts. We we had locked-in races already going down. Um, you know, we're doing three full days. So, I mean, Friday's a testing tune, but, you know, it's already a couple people racing on Friday <laughs> off the trailer type thing. And then uh, Saturday we're running the four shootouts, the all-still-all-glass, the $10,000 G-body shootout. Man, you, I, when I tell you guys, you're about to see – like some of the fastest cars and some of the most exciting cars that's just going to blow your mind. I, I promise you it's going to be a very, very fun event. And uh, I can't wait to bring it to Ugly because I know they, they never seen nothing like it. <laughs> oh, no, they haven't. <laughs> oh, no, they have not. You know, is there going to be a black Mustang going to be gracing the uh, quarter mile there that weekend? Yeah, man, that is on the books to happen. You know, the, the the uh the Black Panther is definitely gonna make an appearance. Um at Ugly. That's the plans right now. You know, we took the car out for the first time out to Lapeer. Um, thank you for, you know, everyone at Lapeer for, for, for having letting us bring the car out and get some tests in and, and man, it was it, it did good. It did what we needed it to do. So we uh we got a couple things to fix and we're we're gonna have it in time and ready for that event. So that's the plan. Now Jay, who's gonna be behind the wheel? Man, no other, no one other than my big brother, man. My brother, Travaris, everybody just call him uh, TJ. He will definitely be the, the captain of the ship, man. We've been working on this car together, you know, over the last, what, four and a half, five years. So um, it, it's always said that he would be the driver, and I'm excited to see what he does. Now, I, I know before people even get to uh, questions on hotline at CKW76.com, I'll ask it. The reason why you're not behind the wheel is? You know, it's truly because it it takes so much time, energy, and focus to run my events that in 90% of most capacities, I just can't. I will have to do a disjustice to to fans and racers because <laughs> I won't be able to focus on all of that. You know, it, it'll be very, very like, ah, so I, I'm like, you know, I race my Corvette. I do love racing my C7Z06. That is absolutely fun to me. I can get in there, I start it up, and I go. You know, I don't have to do <laughs> nothing else. So uh, they would definitely see uh, that that car running. So you know, we some people. You know, my wife wanted me to call it the Green Mamba, um, <laughs> but you know, so that, that car would definitely still be out. Shout out to my friends at Vet Lab for uh, doing a great job on that car. Green Mamba. So, yeah, that's 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 the house name. You know, I haven't really put it out there yet. <laughs> I wanted to call it a mark, you know, something else, but I don't know. Green Mamba's version. Okay. You know, now yeah. if you said what, you have how many more events to go this year? Six. And then uh, you know, the new the new exciting thing is I'll I'll pretty much be, you know, uh, orchestrating the no ETs, right? So working very closely with Mylan. Um, you know, it was it was a, a honor to have them kind of say, hey, man, you know, let's, we want you a part of the team. We want you to be be here to help. You did a great job with, with this entire race program. And, mm-hmm. you know, we want, we, you know, you're the, you're the best person to pit right back in that seat. So, in so many words, right? So I, I can't thank uh, Harold and Perry and 
Chris enough for giving me an opportunity to just kind of help manage and ensure these events are, are what everyone wants. So, so it'll what, be exciting. So what are you actually doing there, Jay? So for No ET, you know, really my role and responsibility is just to kind of be a partner to the, the grudge racing community. So, you know, since I've been doing this so long, you know, I kind of have a pulse on the, the cars and, you know, close to the racers and understanding and, hey, you know, we're we're trying to run this type of rule set and, and then really try to help orchestrate the, the payouts and build relationships with, with sponsors to add money to those. So a lot of, a lot of stuff, man, it's, it's a lot of work that we do. And then, you know, reaching out to other races from out of the state to inviting them to come down and explain to them, you know, our program and how we run our stuff here. So, and uh, last but not least, organi- organization of the event. So, Ensuring that when we're having these shootouts, that hey, if we say be in the lanes at two, we we'd be racing by two thirty. We want to be as close to that number as possible, if not ahead. And a, a lot of people appreciate the hard work me and my team put together to, to to ensure that we can have shootouts and grudge races happen. So, yeah, a lot of that stuff. <laughs> you know, Jay, when, when they tap you on the shoulder, and it's funny how we got everybody to say Harold and Perry is supposed to Harry and Perry. Because Harold will tell you in no uncertain terms it's Harold. I mean, how many people does it take you when they say, okay, here's Mylan, we want you to do the no ET, you know, give us one race kind of thing. How many guys, how many folks do you have to enlist on your side to make sure that this thing goes by smoothly? Yeah, that's a that's a very good question. You know, it's, it's funny because I have, I have about 40 people working for me. 40 um, or zero. Yeah. Yeah, but but listen to this and listen to me good. When I look up, I only see four, right? But that's how they work. <laughs> and and I say that because there's only four of us um, that really are helping run these shootouts, right? Um, but you would think how well the, our team works. And, and we get better every year. We, we listen to racers. We try new things. We grow. We learn from our mistakes. So it's literally only four of us that run my shootouts. And, you know, it's, it's incredible because I do feel like it's a 40-man team at times. You know, when you start on Monday and you get up and then say a race is on Saturday, how much of your day is is put towards that race? Shoot, all of it. It's, a, it's, a, it's actually the day before and the week of is when it starts. The week of, you're looking at the weather. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how it starts for every track owner and every – person that deals with any outdoor events, right? Boom. Uh, and then by Wednesday, people start texting you about the weather. Everyone becomes a weatherman, right? So <laughs> everyone's, <laughs> everyone's telling you about the weather and what are you going to do and want you to predict everything that's about to happen in the next 72 hours. So then the weather, you get to Friday, the weather clears up, you're good to go. Everyone's happy you didn't cancel the event. Um, but anyways, in all seriousness, yeah, it's, it's literally um, a week of work like that week of an event is is when you really start to put the puzzle the last piece of the puzzle together everything before that is the marketing and promoting i mean during that week when you get to tuesday wednesday thursday what are you doing for the race you know it depends you know um because we've we've been learning we've we've actually are we just print everything in advance now so you know we have shootout sheets now we have brackets you know, we have pins, markers, and, and, and everything we need inside of the trailer in a nice cabinet ready to go. So, we, you know, because we used to always be looking for stuff. I mean, there's so many times I grab the pin 
uh, uh, from so many people that just luckily have one in their pocket. So <laughs> just tightening up a lot of those things to be consistent. But, yeah, no, we, we literally, less stuff is always checked. Uh, we, we go through a list of just check boxes of just making sure we're prepared. Now, on the Internet, you know, I'm doing it right now as we speak, actually right before you called me. You know, today I pulled out what I call my shit-stirring spoon. And um, <laughs> the week, you can start early when you have good weather. You know, like we're, we're predicting here for this weekend. It's mm-hmm. 75 degrees. That's incredible race weather. Um, you know, you got to start stirring the spot. The, the, well, stirring the pot. So I've been posting some stuff on the Internet today. Kind of getting some of the, the race community uh, a little fired up. So that's that's usually what I'm doing throughout the week as well. I mean, do you sit back and you go, who can we poke the bear to? I mean, Absolutely. I mean, do you pick people by random or you pick people that you haven't poked before or how does that work? Yeah, you know, it's, it's fun because I, I try to pick the people that, I, one, that are doing a great job. So when I look at some of these racers, like, like today I made a post about uh, the NATO race team and um, they're just a great group of guys that have, consistently continue to win these streetcar shootouts I've been hosting. And, uh, you know, I, they're on top right now. So I'm like, well, pretty much who's going to take a top, uh, you know, a shot at the champion? Pretty much is what I said today in so many words. Kind of got some, some guys off the couch and, you know, <laughs> pulling, pulling out their fingers and saying, uh, hey, so when's the next race? You know, so that's what I try to do, right? Because we lose a lot of that. We do. We lost a lot of that with, with you know, the Internet and the way things shifted because, a lot of that stuff happened on the forums, and we don't have forums anymore. We have Facebook groups, and they just don't work the same because everyone gets personal. Yeah, I mean, at one time, and we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, how we lost in the 60s, 70s, 80s, you know, the Ford versus Chevy guys. You know, the guys who had a Mopar would talk, you know, smack to somebody with a Ford. It was all in good fun, you know. Nobody, and you're right. And then all of a sudden it got personal, and everybody stopped. And that was kind of the fun part of all of this. Yeah. You know, it's when you do stir the pot, is when you do get people. I mean, that's what gets the rivalries up to the tree, you know, and then everybody's looking over the fence and seeing how this goes on. And as long as they don't take it personally, then go, man, go. That's right. I mean, did you ever have folks that go, wait a minute, why did you write that about me? No, <laughs> no. Luckily, I mean... You know, I truly have, I can't thank the people in racing enough. Like, I truly have a, a lot of respect from racers. And, you know, I, I can't thank them enough for allowing me to do what I do because a lot of this, I don't get permission. To, to your point, I don't say, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't say, hey, uh, Hey, hey, Leo, I'm about to make a post about your car, your whole race team Is that today. Cool? Uh, yeah, I don't do that, you know. So it's, uh, it's, you know, they, they honestly trust me, and, and, and they know where, they, they kind of know I know where to stop or, or draw the line. So <laughs> I, I do a good job of dancing around that the best I can. I was going to say, did you ever go right up to the line and go, ooh, maybe I shouldn't have put that down? Yeah, yeah, I, I've done it. But you know what? The results were incredible. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that when people want to race you then all of a sudden? Oh, yeah, always. Oh, you always get the one. 
Hey, so why don't you race your car then? Because I don't have enough. You know, I'm, look, I don't have enough for that man. But <laughs> this guy does. You know, that's what I tell him. Let me introduce you to my friend. Okay. Yeah. I, of all the things, you know, you've been around for 10 years now, you know, and, and you look back at probably race one or race two. Do you remember that at all? Absolutely. I have the poster up on my wall in my garage. So every time I walk into the house, I see I have posters of all my events on my, uh, on my cabinets when I used to print posters back when that was a thing. And um, I... I have them all up, and I always look at them, and it, it, it's crazy just to see um, the first poster I made. It was uh, May 3rd of 2014. It was like when I actually finally had my first event, and that was with uh, Grudge Inc. So, absolutely. I remember it like yesterday. I mean, do you still hold your breath when you take a look at that poster and everything that was behind it? Because, man, your first promotion, it could either go one of two ways here. Oh, man. Woo. I swear, yes. I, I mean, everyone, I still have butterflies, right? I have that. <laughs> it's just dead there. But that first race, I didn't sleep. I think I drove myself crazy. It was so stressful. It was so stressful. But when I looked up and I seen all, all of those people come out, it was like, whoa, like, this is really happening right now. And from that point, you know, Europe, it moved to where it is today, and it's just been crazy. And it's been an incredible experience. Where was the first race at? Milan Dragway. Was it Milan? Yes, it was. I mean, so what did you yes, do? You knocked on the door and said, "Look, I can guarantee you a full, full slate of people, and and all kinds of things that are in your uh, in the audience." You know, just give me a shot here, and I'll fill the place. I mean, how did you knock on the door and talk to him about that? Because that's got, I mean, especially your first one. You know, you're yeah. really green. So how did you approach that? Oh, man, it was, uh, that's a good, that's a good point. I'm, I'm going to give, I'm going to give tips because I can give a lot of secrets out, and, you know. But, you know, really, and to many people that want to host an event somewhere, I had to go to the track with a business plan. I had to go to them with a business case, right? So it was a little bit of both. Hey, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to do it. And this is why I want to do it. And this is the results I feel like we can get from it. And, um, you know, you, you take a calculator, um, you draw up a business plan, you know, you, you, you practice in the mirror of what you're going to say, how you're going to present it. You go get a fresh haircut. You wear something <laughs> nice. <laughs> you, you, you plan a meeting. And you, and you walk in that office and you hope to God, whatever you're trying to say, they listen good and they they, they like it. And that's, that's, that's what you do. <laughs> wow. You know, that's, 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 that's how, that's how it started. You know, um, thankfully now it's, it's, who, who is this? Oh, Jay Pinkson. Oh, absolutely. We would love to have you at, at our facility. And, and that means a lot to me. So, um, that, that, that's, that's what happens when you do right by people. So. Yeah, but that's all you have to do is take a look at your videos, and the place is packed no matter what weather, no matter. I mean, you take a look at some of the stuff that was done over at Lapeer. It was freezing bananas off over there. The place is packed. You know, when you couldn't get more than 10 people anywhere else, your event brings them in, man. I mean, don't give away any secrets, but what's the magic? <laughs> you know, um... Making making people happy is like my what what really motivates me to to kind of be this person and uh, 
you know, I love seeing the smiles. I love seeing uh, the the pictures of people post of their families and the memories they create at these style events. So with that, a lot of what I do is because of that reason. So it goes full circle for me. Um, and, and the connection I have with people, people just enjoy that. Like, I make it a point to say hi. I make it a point to, if I say, hey, I'll be right back to answer that question. I'll come back. It might be 15 minutes later, <laughs> but I'll make sure I come back and, and people go, oh, my God, you actually came back. Like, yeah, what's up? And, you know, I think I think for me, um, because of the passion I have for the sport, you know, people really like that and they, they want to come out and support it because anybody can do what I do. Um, but you can't copy that. And I just – I just I feel like I've earned that, <laughs> I guess, in, in so many words. I don't know. So I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, it, it's working, and I can't thank everybody enough uh, for the continued support and for the track owners giving me the opportunity to do what I love. You know, Jay, is it weird when people – or I should say not weird, but is it unusual when, when you're just walking down the street or going to a store or something and somebody goes, hey, Jay Peso? Man, I love it. Yes, it is. You know, it's you know what 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 really happens with that is my kids they crack up, man. They <laughs> they crack up because <laughs> they crack up like like wow. Because obviously, I'm, my kid, my son is James. He's fifteen. My daughter's Aaliyah. Uh, she's thirteen. And you know, now they're at that age to where I mean, they they were at a that young age they knew, but like now it's kind of more of a. Oh, my dad thinks he's such a celebrity because everybody <laughs> knew him at the Target today, you know. And I'm like, stop it. But on the other side of things, they do say, you know, like dad, my son says, you know, he said, Dad, every time that happens, you're always smiling and thanking people. So, you know, he, he, he that was cool to hear him say that because I always try to make it a point to just, you know, give people a good first impression or a second one, whatever. So. But so that, that's yeah. got to be pretty amazing because now you got to, like, Look up the guy and go. Do you, are you smiling at me, or do I owe you something? <laughs> you know, because that's what we get, and it's like, yeah, I'm looking at the guy's pocket first. You packing? No. Oh, hi. How are you? <laughs> I mean, that's got to be unusual for you, because really, as much as you think you're Jay Peso, the world knows you as Jay Peso, and so when they see that face and people you know, who's seen your videos and seen you, you know, all around, think that they can approach you, you know, at any given time because they see how affable you are on your videos. I mean, it, it's got to be unusual. To I mean, do you stop and you talk? Do you shake hands? Do you say thank you? I mean, wh what goes on? Oh, yeah. No, you know, I, I truly, you know, depending on – and listen, everyone that's ever done it has always been very respectful, you know, never – was I like in a in, in a dinner table and someone like came <laughs> up and did that type of thing? But you know, usually it's walking around and uh, when they come, no, I always embrace it. I always I always thank them and and uh, let them know I appreciate it. You know, and and, and, it's, and it's always quick. It's always quick and fast. So, oh uh, wait, you hear me? My phone's trying to. Switch. Yeah, no, you're fine. Yeah. It, okay, you hear me now? Sure. I mean, it, it's a fun thing when you, because when you walk away and when you go back in the car, you know, you go, wow, that was kind of a cool experience. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I know that's what they did. Hey, they're, they're going to say either, hey, I seen that peso guy today and he was an asshole. He didn't even <laughs> wait at me. <laughs> or, or they're going to say, hey, man, I seen peso, man. That's a cool guy, man. He was 
he took time to say hi to me and my family. Like, that was cool. Like, whatever. So I, I think about that. I really do. Did anybody ever ask for a selfie with you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've definitely done, a, a, you know, a lot of those, surprisingly. But, yeah, you know, and it's usually the father and the son, which which is always awesome to me because, you know, that's where it starts. That's where that's where the, dra- the love for drag racing starts usually, so. Yeah, you wonder, yeah. though, when they go back to work or school or whatever, go, that's us with Jay Peso. We were with him all night long. Great guy. We're all over the place. You know, we hung out at bars. He's our best friend now. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Hey, that's all right with me. Off the uh, hotline, uh, the 76 CKW 76 hotline here, the question is posed, when you said that you had all those posters, every single poster from beginning to now, is there one poster that you would kind of say, gee, I wish I could rip this off the wall? <laughs> that was a, yeah, that's a great question. You know, um, I don't know if I would necessarily rip it off of the wall, but it was definitely a, a pivotal standpoint for me, and that was the poster. I'm actually in my garage now looking at it. And that was uh, actually the Motor City Mayhem 6, uh, which happened August 24th through the 25th in uh, 2018 at Milan. And that's when things went went south, right? So, But for me, I look back at that time, and I really just realized that it was just a hell of a learning experience. And the doors that opened after the, that whole thing went down was, was were the doors that got me to where I am now. So, you know, everything happened for a reason, and... You know, it, it actually has me in a better spot, I believe, because of that happening. So. Okay. And so now, if there was the other side where you could post a thousand one of these posters, the one that they, the most outstanding show you did, you know, the most memorable show you did. I mean, you got a couple, you got one up there for that? Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that was the Motor City Mayhem uh, number three. That was the, that was the biggest event uh, we've ever hosted. And and when I say it was big, I mean, we had, well, actually, that one in Motor City Mayhem uh, 5 before 6. So, because 5, that's when Stevie Jackson came out. When you get Stevie Jackson at your event, that's, that's like, to me, that was a home run. I had J.R. Gray, Stevie Fast, Justin Swanstorm, um, you know, Trigger Man drove all the way up here, Cowboy, I mean, literally, uh, Tony Bynes. I had the biggest name in the race world at my event on the Saturday. So Motor City Mayhem 5 was definitely a taste of cake away. And number three was the one that would be that third place. Jay, how did you get those people to show up? Uh, man, <laughs> I, you know, a lot of them came because they heard of the buzz. They seen the videos. Um, we had the fastest grudge racers in the, in the Midwest. We had Motor City Jimbo, Johnny Quick. Um, we had never scared Wayne, never scared Randy. <laughs> I mean, I never scared young money racing Randy, you know? So like, I mean, we had so many phenomenal races. I'm, I'm missing so straight shot performance. Like I can go for days. We had a good 30 grudge races up here and people wanted to come race them at Milan because they knew that was their home track. So those guys in the South caught wind of it and boom, they showed up one day and said, hello. We want to see what you guys are really about. And then you go, who's this really? You know, I mean, who's this really yeah. on the line? Oh, it really is you? 
And then you try to be, I mean, how do you do that when somebody just knocks your socks off? They called you and you go, you're calling me? Oh, yes, yes, I'm glad that you're here. You know, I'll see if I can't squeeze you in. I mean, do you ever sit on the couch afterward and go, phew, you know who the hell that was on the phone? <laughs> yeah, definitely. definitely. Uh, I, I get, I get, I get a lot of people, you know, I get a lot of people that will call me and I'm like, who are you? And I hate to ask sometimes, but they're just any first name, you know, but I can hear either a Southern Tang or something. I can tell they're not local. And, uh, I'll ask who they are, and they say a name, and I'm like, no way. So I remember when Josh Lefford called me. Uh, he's a great tuner with the beard. He has, anyway, he's just somebody that I idolize in the race world, and it just caught me off guard. You know, I don't have that number saved in my phone. You answer a random number, and boom, it's uh, somebody that you kind of look up to. So that was, it's pretty cool. Wow. Pretty cool. I mean, is there anybody left that you're hoping to get a phone call from? Uh. You know, definitely a lot of people. I, well, I don't know. I don't know. I definitely get the calls I want, but there's, I'm sure there's somebody that I can't think of that I wish would give me a call right this second. But the top of my head, you know, one of the most important calls I I wanted, I received. You know, so I'm I'm all right right now. <laughs> okay, that works for us. Now this year, but without the rainouts. I mean, how many tracks in Michigan are you hitting this year? Milan, Ubley, Lapeer, I believe? Yes. Uh, Milan, Ubley, Lapeer, and Virginia Motorflakes. But I only had the one date there, and that was rained out. Wow. Okay. So now m- most of the bulk of your uh, racing this year is going to be, I would assume, one at, at Ubley. And then one at Lapeer and the rest over at Milan, or is it different? Um, well, they're they're all. You're saying are the events different? No, I mean where you're having them at, because I know that it, there's one at Ubley, and I think that's the only time you're going to be there this year, right? Yeah, yep, yep. So uh, we might we might do a second date, but I'm, I'm, we haven't thought. You know, I got I got to be on that. But right now, <laughs> yeah, don't tell nobody. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, so. Right now, we're, we're just going to have the one, you know, and just, you know, see how things go. Maybe we have this event and only five people come. You never know. Or what? Maybe what? We, we, <laughs> five you know, people? I, <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know. I mean, does, do you, you sweat know, you never, about that? I mean, do you really think about that? Like the uh, Thursday night when you go to bed, you go, oh, my God, what happens if it's just me and the crew and that's it and a couple of racers, you know, and this thing's a dud. Do you seriously still think that way? You know, it crosses my mind, yeah, you know. I mean, you know, not not five people, right? But, you know, it's always, it always kind of just sits with, with me. I can't speak on everybody, but with me as a promoter, like, it's always like, all right, man, how many people are going to be here? You know, I never know because there's no way to know. We don't do online ticket sales. You, you, you hear feedback from people. You hear people coming, but you never really know who's going to come to that gate. Yeah, okay. It says Peso Productions. That alone is worth 10,000 folks showing. I I would think just the opposite. As somebody that was going there going, hell, it's going to be a a Peso show. I don't know if we could fit. You know, I don't know how jammed out that thing's going to be. I don't know how early we would have to leave. 
to get to the stands because I don't think I have ever heard anybody said, you know, we went to a peso show and God, I fell asleep. You know, it was no, just, no. no, I mean, so what you offer folks, you know, it, this is just wild. I mean, it really is. And everything that you do as peso productions, do, do your elbows feel like going out a little further? Do you feel like, like promoting sports stuff or concert stuff? You know, I, I've never, I never looked into those those venues, but or those avenues. But I absolutely would love to do anything that deals with being indoor. You know, and <laughs> shoot, if, any, <laughs> if anyone's listening, if you're a promoter in indoor activities of concerts, let me know. I would love to join the team because, yeah, you're one. I just want to do something in that, you know, in in inside, right? But but two, absolutely. You know, I see a lot of that. You know, concerts and comedy shows and and music festivals. Like, I would love to be a part of those teams. You know, that that might be something I need to look into. I mean, can you imagine not having to have those night sweats of looking at the you know overnight? It said it was zero chance rain. Now it's seventy three percent. You know, I mean, if you didn't have that because you're promoting something at the Fox, yes, sir. Yeah, I mean that'd be oh that'd be great, you know, and and that's why that world is so you know so big because it's, it is a business now because I mean you're almost guaranteed rain or snow, you know, unless it's a a, a state emergency or or what we just went through a shutdown. Yeah, I mean those guys are guaranteed you know to to do well on that on that event. You know, Jay, it is a difference. if you're going into music pro- production, I should say producing. Uh, who would you want to call up and say, hey, you know what? I want to bring you to Detroit. Oh, man. Shoot, I'll call right now. I would call Jack Harlow, who's a new up-and-coming rapper. And then as my main <laughs> premier rapper, I, I would probably call – I've had to call my boy Drake. You know, I had to call that dude named Drake from Canada. i call Drake, and, and I'll be okay with that. Drake and Jack Harlow. And the reason why Drake wouldn't pick up the phone if they saw your phone number now would be what? They would, they would, they would, they would, it would be nothing probably to those guys, I think. Um, but it would be cool if they would if they were to see it. But those guys are they're a little too big for me. Why are they I'm, too I'm, big? I'm, 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 uh, maybe, you know, just because it's in my head. But, you know, their success is, is on a... Yeah, but you're it's, it's on, a, it's on, different, on you're, a different level. You're Jay Peso, son. I mean, you're going to fill out ugly. You're going to make that track rock like it has never rocked in a little bit. You know, and for having uh, mass traction down there and having that brand new, you know, where they laid out the, the uh, new slabs and stuff. I mean, racing's right. going to be getting when? At noon, did you say? On Saturday? Uh, yeah, yeah. So racing begins at noon. Um, we on the track will be hot. We got Brandon Mass coming to prep the facility, and man, we we got every no time racer from all parts of Michigan, Ohio. Um, I heard I got a guy from Chicago coming down. So I mean, it's, it's about to be a madhouse. And just to go back to those shootouts. So just so everyone knows, we're doing a whole three day event. So Friday, like we say, test and tune. Come out, have a good time. You know, we, we're gonna have everything there. Saturday, DJ, the house is rocking. We're going to have food vendors. We're going to have uh, good, good. you know, I said DJ, but good music. 
good food. We're going to be racing all day. And then uh, Saturday, we have three shootouts. So we're giving $10,000 out to the winner of the G-Body. Uh, we're going to do $1,500 on top of the 484. And then we're doing an off-field some glass shootout. And uh, we're putting 1000 on top of whatever the racers put on in. So, I mean, that's we're giving out some good money, man. It's going to be a great event. And you're going to be there at the track all three days, right? Oh, yeah. I'll probably get there Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably get there Thursday. You know, we were doing a pre-production meeting this morning, and we knew that you were really – uh, really have your head in on this one because I think one of our production staff showed us that somewhere, I think on, on your site or something that has something to do with the ugly race that you're putting on, is that you're directing people where that they can get their hotel reservations, like up in Bad Axe and stuff. And it's like, <laughs> if, if you're going to try to direct people to get hotel rooms, I mean, weeks in advance, I mean, how many, I won't even ask you the question of how many people you're expecting in the stands, but how many racers do you think you're going to have? Uh, you know, I, I plan on having over 150 cars on the property. You know, that's the goal. You know, at least 100, that would be good. But, you know, we we hope to see, you know, well over, you know, we, we want to pack the place out. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're thinking at least 100, 150 cars. Ah, oh, man, come up to the country, kids. I mean, Ubley is nothing what you have experienced before. If you've never been to Ubley, it's one of our favorite hometown tracks. Uh, are they still? Are they going to have camping there and all that for those yeah, three days? Yeah, so if anybody, yeah, if you need to camp, if you want to stay overnight, camping is free. Um, just set up your setup, and we're not charging people to stay overnight. If you do camp, we just ask that you pay for your weekend pass, and that way you'd be good to go. Yeah, and ladies, they have one of the very few racetracks that have flushing toilets. So come on by, say hi. Evidently, that's a big thing. (laughs) Um, We have, all right, so you have, in the few minutes that we have right now, who should we thank? Sponsors, somebody? Yeah, um, let's take it from the top. First, I'd like to thank, um, in no specific order, I'd like to thank all my track owners, uh, Mylon Dragway, Lapeer, and Ugly Dragway. Everybody's been great. Dennis and Linda, appreciate y'all over at Ugly. Bill, thank you for all the opportunity at Lapeer. And uh, Harold and Perry, appreciate you guys as well for, you know, having us back and bringing back Motor City Mayhem and OET. After that, got to thank my biggest sponsor. And uh, right now, that's Diamond Pistons. These guys have been supporting me forever. Uh, Varsity Ford. You know, if anybody want to buy Ford, go buy it from Varsity. <laughs> Full throttle speed. <laughs> and if you're going to need some stuff from them, Ponday Performance. Um, and, and everyone else that supports No Time, I, I truly appreciate it. So, yeah, all those people. You know, really quickly, we, we saw when you had, um, looks like that the Black Mustang was all done. I mean, you were in a shop that, and I totally forget the gentleman's name that owns that shop that was helping you out, or was doing work, oh, yeah. I should say. Yeah, Team Z Motorsports, Dave Zimmerman. Okay. I mean, what's that connection with you? I mean, how did you meet this guy? Man, Dave is, uh, has been a big sponsor uh, for all of our events in my car. So, you know, Team Z Motorsports, we just built a relationship off No Time Racing. When you wanted a car built in the state of Michigan for No Time Racing, there was no place you should go other than Team Z Motorsports. And, uh, you know, that's why you see that sticker on the front of the car because, you know, they, they built that car, you know, and, it's, it's running good. It's, the few passes I got on it, 
that bad mamma jam is fine. But anyways, <laughs> Dave has always been a big supporter of no time racing and uh he continues to do that and, and build some bad mamma jamma. So, you know, team team Z is definitely uh that's how the relationship started and it just continued to go on and on. So and and Dave don't even really build race cars no more, but he built me one, so I appreciate that. See the pull you have, Jay? <laughs> I mean, people people who don't even build cars anymore builds yours. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they do. Um, you know, and that's that's I, I appreciate that. All right, give us a quick rundown on the 11th of June, Ubly. Tell us again where, when, how, who. All right, so the 11th, uh, June 10th through the 12th, which that's what I'm calling it. Um, we're going to be at Ugly Dragway. We're going to be hosting a killer event. Three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're opening the gates at, uh, I want to say 10 a.m. on Saturday, most days 10, and then we're going to close at 11 p.m. Um, so camping is available if you need it. This weekend coming up, um, you know, we got an OET June 4th at Milan Dragway. The first OET is coming. We're doing two killer shootouts. All cars are allowed. Please, everybody, come out and support the, the opening of uh, Milan. So that's going to be fantastic. And then... The end of the month, I'm back at Milan again with one of my my own first events at Milan. Call it Booster Resurgence, and that's going to be something killer for everybody to come out and see. So we're about to have some fun, man. We're about to have a good time. This, this month is busy. There's there's almost an event every weekend in the month of June, besides like two. So <laughs> how are you going to survive it? I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna take my multivitamins. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna sleep. <laughs> I'm going to go to the gym, and I'm going to do it all over again. <laughs> Tell me when you're at the gym, you're not making phone calls when you're on the treadmill. Sometimes I have to, yes. <laughs> I've, I've been called on the, the radio shows. Yes, I had to get on and, and talk about something real quick, and the host will need me to chime in. So, yes, that has happened before. <laughs> ah, it's an amazing thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really is. Thanks, Jay. There's a lot of behind the scenes. I, we appreciate you coming on here. I know that you got a jammed up month and stuff, but it's always a pleasure to have you on. Hey, thank you so much for the for having me, and uh, I look forward to seeing you at uh, Ugly Dragway next weekend. We'll see you at Ugly. Thanks, Jay. All right, see you, man. Bye now. Jay Peso, I, an interesting guy. I mean, he really is. The guy is nothing but move, you know. I mean, everywhere you go, and you've, you're doing this for 10 years, it's not an easy gig. And with everything else that he has to build around, weather, promoters, tracks going down, tracks starting up, people not being here, gas prices being crazy, et cetera, et cetera. To see the excitement that goes around a Jay Peso production. Jay is, you know, what you hear on the radio, if you don't get excited about going, I mean, that's the reason why when we first saw that on the schedule, when we put the CK schedule together, we normally have everybody scheduled by by February. Some people kind of drag their feet. But when we saw a pace of production up at Ubley, we said there's something going on. <laughs> there is something wild going on. And then all of a sudden we see Brandon Mass, a mass traction. He's up there. What? You know? And so it's like something's going on. And when he says he's going to have over 100 cars there, don't bet against them. You know, and the show that they put on and how they keep moving the track going and how they keep the cars going. You know, it's 
We're going up there because we love to see a, a Jay Peso event, and we love Ubly. You know, it's it's the first track that we ever broadcast out of, and they're really nice friends there. But to see these two folks get together, it is going to be. And yes, the Mayhems are are, are always a nut house. When they say a mayhem, you know, down at Milan. We were down for one, and I'm telling you, normally when you go to a drag strip as a spectator, especially before the COVID years, I mean, there may be you, there may be, you know, who's ever on, on your arm that night, maybe your pals, that's about it. But the Peso event, you're lucky if you get a seat. You know, it doesn't mean that, you know, you can't. You can, obviously. We don't want to turn you away from nothing. But I'm just saying that if you want to be, it's kind of like when the, the Red Wings were winning. You know, everybody wanted to go to one of those uh, sports bars because it's so much more fun when you, when you do events with other people. I don't know. It, it's just something where you get like this group attitude and it's it's a thrill. I mean, it just makes it that much more fun. Um, and that's, I was going to say, and that's why you go to Pine Knob and, and you see a certain act or so. Um, it's more fun to be with so many more people. However, I'm, I'm sure that you would like to have Aerosmith come into your house, but it it's just fun. And what Jay puts on, and Jay's honed the craft, and that's what we should have asked him too because he said he's been doing this for 10 years. You know, what was something that really was kind of a real before and now every, everything runs smoothly. He's, he's fun to watch, and if you could see him, he's down sometimes around the starting line or he'll be up fluttering all over the place. He, an amazing guy to watch. I mean, really, truly is. And we're glad that we had him on. We're going to have him back on again. We'll probably have him up on the booth if we can slow him down for a few minutes. <laughs> we're up there at Ubly right now. Rolling Stones here on CK. Mm-hmm. 